from him. Lee Evans for America, way in front. They're 30, 40 yards in front. Kenya next. It must be a new world record by quite a sight. The 4x400-meter relay is one of the staple events in track and field. For most of history, it was almost exclusively the final event run on the track, almost as a celebration to close out the competition. The United States, by way of dominating the 400 meters, has consistently been the top team globally in the relay. That dominance was no more apparent than at the 1968 Olympic Games in Mexico City. A team comprised of Vincent Matthews, Ron Freeman, Larry James, and Lee Evans broke the world record in commanding fashion and walked away with a gold medal. Today, we'll tell the story of that 1968 race and how that U.S. team cemented themselves in 4x400-meter history. My name is Anderson, and this is Track and Field Black History. Despite how integral the 4x400-meter relay is to track and field, the event was actually only introduced for the first time at the Olympics in 1912. Prior to that, there were no relay events at the Games until 1908. Remember, the Olympics started back in 1896. At those 1908 Games, a medley relay was actually run. And that medley relay was essentially what we know as the sprint medley relay today, right? The first two athletes run 200 meters, the third leg runs 400, and the anchor leg closes out within 800 meters. Now, throughout history, the United States was by far the most dominant country when it came to the 400 meters, which naturally translated to the 4x4. Between 1896 and 1964, the U.S. won 10 out of 15 gold medals in the 400 meters and 8 out of 11 golds in the relay. They also consistently held down the world record prior to 1968, having broken it on 10 occasions. Only once did another country hold the 4x4 world record, with Jamaica running 3 minutes 3.9 seconds at the 1952 Olympics and owning the record for about 8 years. But the 1960s began to see a new progression in the 400 meters, when Otis Davis of the US became the first man to run sub 45 seconds when he won the gold medal in 44.9 seconds at the 1960 Olympic Games in Rome. Soon enough, a plethora of guys were running under 45 seconds in the event, which naturally meant that the 4x400 meters was also improving as well. In 1966, a team consisting of Tommy Smith, Lee Evans, Robert Frey, and Theron Lewis got together in Los Angeles and ran 2 minutes 59.6 seconds in the 4x4. That brought the relay under 3 minutes for the first time in history and meant that each of the four legs averaged about 44.9 seconds per leg, showing just how quickly the event was progressing. Entering the 1968 Olympics, the U.S. men were pushing up against the 44-second barrier in the 400 meters now. At the Olympic trials, Lee Evans, Larry James, and Ron Freeman all qualified for the 400-meter team running 44.06, 44.19, and 44.62 seconds respectively. Vince Matthews finished fourth place in 44.8 seconds and was not even able to make the individual team though he was of course included on the relay. 
their performances at trials built up the hype for what would be possible on the 4x4. And that anticipation would only grow after the Olympic 400 meters. Now in Mexico City, Lee Evans went on to win the 400 meter gold in 43.86 seconds, making him the first person to ever break that 44 second barrier. Larry James actually joined him under the barrier though, with a time of 43.97 seconds for silver. Ron Freeman completed that American medal sweep running 44.41 seconds. This all but assured the 4x4 world record was gone. The only question was how fast would they actually run? Now the day after the 400 meter final, the men were lined up for the heats of the 4x400 meter relay. Of course, the United States were the clear favorites, but there were a few other teams in the mix for the lesser medals. West Germany's team included Martin Jelenhaus, who was fifth in the 400 meters and had also run 44.9 seconds in the semifinals. Poland had an exceptionally strong team as well, with Andrzej Bozenski, who was seventh in the 400, as well as Jen Werner and Stalinslaw Grzynski, who were the reigning European gold and silver medalists from a year prior. The heats were immediately surprising as many teams stepped up running very fast times. The United States won heat one as expected in a pretty comfortable three minutes 0.71 seconds. But what was really surprising was the Kenyan team right behind them. They stepped up big time in the heats running three minutes 84 seconds right behind the United States. Though they had some quality names such as 400 meter semifinalist Daniel Rudisha, they were not really seen as a team in medal contention entering these games. But this performance, which was one of the fastest relay times in history, inserted Kenya into the conversation. Heat 2 saw another fast race, but this time between Poland and Great Britain, with Poland getting the win in 3 minutes 3.02 seconds over Britain's 3 minutes 3.67 seconds. Finally, Heat 3 was taken comfortably by West Germany in 3 minutes, 3.90 seconds. The other teams to qualify over to the final were Trinidad and Tobago, France, and Italy. Now, just a day later, the teams were back on the track for the final of the 4x400 meter relay. And just to kind of highlight the schedule at these 1968 Olympics, first off on October 16th, there was round one of the 400 meters. October 17th had the quarterfinals and semifinals of the 400, then the finals of the 400 were run on October 18th. A day later, October 19th had the heats of the 4x4, and October 20th were the finals of the 4x4. So many of these athletes had been running high quality 400 meter races for five consecutive days, which really makes this relay final all the more impressive. Kenya and the US were lined up in lanes seven and eight respectively, with all the other teams set on the lanes inside them. This would be pretty ominous of the outcome of the race. Now, from the gun, the US and Kenya were far and away the fastest two teams on the leadoff, with the US running Vincent Matthews, while Kenya had Charles Asadi. This game is very, very hard for Kenyans who had the second fastest time yesterday, and the Americans too on the outside have taken nothing out of the British first runner who's beginning to fade a little bit now. They're stretching away as they come up past 300 meters. The Americans lead, Kenya in second place. Looks like Great Britain third at the moment. Trinidad going quite well. West Germany also going well. As they did in the heats, 
Kenya surprised a bit with Asadi splitting a time of 44.6 seconds on his leg, while Matthews was behind at 45 seconds flat, giving Kenya the lead at the first handoff. But remember the US swept the medals in the 400 and from this point on would essentially be getting progressively better and better in terms of the legs that they ran. 400 meter bronze medalist Ron Freeman was on second leg. And though he got the baton behind Monyoro Nayamao of Kenya, Freeman took advantage of the momentum and immediately took control of the race after the break, went down the back straight and never looked back. At this point, essentially the gold medal was sealed up for Team USA. And again, it was only a question of how much they would break the world record by. Away in front now for America, Ron Freeman. America leads, senior second, West Germany third. What's really notable is that Ron Freeman ran a split of 43.2 seconds on his leg. That was not only the fastest relay split in history at that point, but to this day, in April 2022, it still stands as the equal seventh fastest relay leg in 4x4 history. So Freeman was absolutely moving. Handing off to 400 meter silver medalist Larry James, by the time James was on the back straight, he was probably 50 meters ahead of the field and continuing to extend the lead. Kenya was holding on to second place, but we're now in a serious battle for the remaining two medals, along with Poland, Great Britain, and West Germany. And a battle set going on for the minor placing. America way, way out in front. Kenya second, West Germany third. Poland go fourth, Great Britain fifth. James held his own and split 43.9 seconds on third leg, handing off to 400 meter gold medalist and new world record holder, Lee Evans. This was essentially a victory lap of sorts for Evans, but despite no competition around him, he still pushed the pace around the track. Lee Evans for America, way in front. They're 30, 40 yards in front. Kenya next. It must be a new world record by quite a slice. Evans split 44.1 seconds on his anchor and crossed the line for the United States in 2 minutes, 56.16 seconds. A new world record on the relay, taking over 3 full seconds off the previous record. Behind the United States, though Kenya had lost a bit of ground, they managed to hold their own with Daniel Radisha running a masterful split of 44.4 seconds on anchor, leading Kenya to a silver medal in 2 minutes 59.64 seconds, which actually equaled the previous world record. West Germany and Poland finished virtually even, but West Germany was given the edge with 3 minutes 57 seconds to Poland's 3 minutes 58. This performance was legendary on so many fronts. As noted, Evans, James, and Freeman were all coming off three consecutive rounds of the 400 meters and were still able to maintain their fast times. Most notably, of course, Ron Freeman and his 43.2 second relay split. This was just the second time in history that a 4x400meter relay team had broken three minutes in the event and was one of the biggest drops in a world record performance. Their record stood for 24 years until it was finally broken in August 1992 at the Barcelona Olympics. 
That was the longest uninterrupted time the relay record had ever stood for. Now I say uninterrupted because from 1932 to 1952, the record remained unbroken as well. But World War II in the 1940s essentially put a hold on all international competition. So there weren't many opportunities to break it back then. And even then, that was only 20 years. I do have to note though, the US team at the 1988 Olympics in Seoul, South Korea did actually manage to run the exact same world record time of 2 minutes 56.16 seconds. But like I noted, it was finally broken in 1992. As it stands today, this 1968 4x4 run still ranks as the 8th best relay performance in history. That team of Vincent Matthews, Ron Freeman, Larry James, and Lee Evans was an all-star team of 400 meter runners that came together to break barriers and cement themselves in history. And they will likely remain as one of the best relay teams to ever touch the track in the history of the sport. Lee Evans worked very closely with Tommy Smith and John Carlos as part of the Olympic Project for Human Rights and was an unwavering activist back in the United States. After Smith and Carlos were banned from the games for their protests during the 200 meter medal ceremony, Evans wanted to ensure that he could show support for them once he received an opportunity in the spotlight. During the 400 meter medal ceremony, Evans, James, and Freeman all wore black berets to show support for not only Smith and Carlos, but also the Black Panther Party and other civil rights organizations that were fighting for basic human rights for black people. Once Vincent Matthews joined them on the medal stand for the 4x400 meter relay, the four of them again wore black berets and raised their fists in solidarity as well. So that's the story on the 1968 Olympic 4x400 meter relay, one of the most impactful and electrifying performances track and field has ever seen. Make sure you follow and share the podcast. Follow us on Instagram for more stories. And thanks for tuning in to Track and Field Black History.